Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in their category, whom I call elite entrepreneurs, and I thank you for joining us. The show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And I want to thank you right off the bat, as we are the number one talk show slash podcast on Voice America for several years running. Thank you all for helping make this show a big success. And please remember to share this with your friends. Friends are the most important people in our lives. They help us when we're down. We help them when they need it. Your friends will be helped by the guidance and help that we give you here. Please share with them. They will appreciate you even more. Today, we're going to discuss telling your story with Ben Baker. And just before we bring him on, I have an exciting sponsor that has it all. We all want to do better, right? Well, let me ask, are you frustrated with how long it takes to get stuff done in your business? Now, you know I'm Italian, so I have to say yes to that one. Or how chaotic or confusing things seem to get? Well, then let me tell you about a much better way of getting work done. And let me tell you about an amazing tool that will help you overcome the frustrating log jams in your business. Sweet Process is a simple but powerful tool that lets you create clear step-by-step instructions for every task in your business. From onboarding new customers to training employees to responding to customer requests, it's absolutely amazing. And that's why we use the word sweet. I'm going to tell you more in a minute, but I want you to head on over to sweetprocess.com slash Tony. Check that out for 28 days free of charge, and I'll tell you more in just a moment. Today, we're going to discuss telling your story with Ben Baker. As the founder of Your Brand Marketing, Ben Baker helps clients understand what makes them special, unique, and engaging. For the past 25 years, He's been helping companies communicate internally and externally and developing the next generation of leaders. Let's find out more and bring them on. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So great to have you on with us today. Tony, it has been a pleasure. You know what? I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So thanks for finally getting me on the show. I appreciate you making the time. It is my pleasure. You've had me on your show. It was the least I could do. I enjoy everything about what you do and how you do it. And there's so much I want the audience to know about you and and your brand and your brand marketing and telling your story. Ben, let's take it from the top, shall we? And tell us, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Yeah, no problem. I got out of high tech about 25 years ago. I was literally on a plane 200 days a year. You know, the, the up in the air movie with John Clooney, that was me. I was the guy... That, you know what, if I needed your seat and you were in it, you were out and I was in. I was super elite on two different airlines. And it was fun as a young single guy. You know, you wake up in the morning, you call down to the reception, you say, okay, what city am I in? And a lot of times I had a clue. I, I truly didn't have a clue. I used to FedEx my suits around the country, give them to the concierge, have them dry clean them and away it goes. But, you know, I got to a point I got married and my wife and I looked at each other and said, this is a divorce waiting to happen. I was never home. 
you know, if she really wanted to know where I was, she called my secretary and, you know, just got to a point where I went up to my boss. I said, look, you have two choices. You can either double my salary to pay for the divorce or you can cut my travel days in half. And they said, tell you what, why don't we buy you out? I said, I'm listening. They said, we can't afford to do either or. You can't do the position anymore. You don't want to do the position anymore. Let us buy you out. Let us, you know, help us out. Help us find your replacement. Help us find the person who's going to take your job. You know, hire them, fly them around for 30 days, introduce them to everybody, and then we'll pay you six months. I said, done. Didn't even check with my wife. I just said, it's done. And I came home. I said, honey, I got good news and bad news. The bad news, I says, I no longer have a job. The good news is you're actually going to see me for the next six months. And the best thing I did at that time is I took the, what do you want to be when you grow up training? I have a buddy of mine who's an industrial psychologist who actually, they ended up paying for this, ran me through a week's worth of battery test. They did the Myers-Briggs. They did, you know, this, they did, oh, who knows what test they did on me. And they sat there and said, Ben, what you love to do is tell stories. What you love to do is the marketing type of thing, you know, problem solving, helping be creative, helping people communicate effectively. That's what you should be doing. And somehow, some way, playing golf, I met a guy who ended up being my boss. And I originally got into direct mail and I killed a lot of trades. I mean, we got to a point where we're doing work for the casino industry. We're doing work for the grocery industry. It was all variable direct print. They wanted my technical background. And we created these enormous direct mail campaigns that were getting huge response rates. But the problem that I was finding was they were reactionary. All my clients were reactionary. They said, oh my God, somebody else did this. We need to put a direct mail piece out. And it was 911 for three days while you, you know, did the creative, ordered the paper, got the press up, got the direct mail house, everything going, and then get this thing up and running. And I said, guys, we got to stop this. We have to stop this because all you're doing is you're being reactive. You're letting them take the lead. You're letting them dictate the market. It's time that you start dictating the market. And they said, what do you mean? I says, you know what? We need to step back and talk about your brand. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? Who are you doing it for? Who are your customers? Why do they care about you? Where are you going? All right, we figured out your brand. Now let's start creating a marketing campaign that's over a year that said, these are the things that we're going to do and we're not going to react. We're not going to react. It doesn't matter who throws what in the field. We're going to let everybody else react to us. And it got to a point in the casino business where we created a campaign where we were getting 45% response rate. The average is five. We were getting 45 running money hand over fist and having a really great time. And unfortunately, 9-11, you know, changed things and a whole bunch of other things that went along with that. But, you know, while the time went and the party was going on, it was it was a phenomenal business to be in. But over the years, as my clients morphed, I morphed. And I got really into the branding. And how do you get companies to understand what their true value is? Because I'm a big believer of, You need to stop being a commodity and you need to start being a brand worth loving. You need to differentiate yourself from the the pack. You need to be the person that's leading, not the person who's following. And if I can work with my clients in order to help them lead and help them, you know, set themselves apart by knowing their brand story 
and having the people inside their office know their brand story, have their clients know their brand story, and their vendors know their brand story, and build champions of the brand. Life is good. So over the last 15 or 20 years, that's where I've gone. Ben, is that your aha moment from doing all the mailing and and getting great response? I, I just want to follow what made you so good in leadership development and telling your story and branding. You're, you're, you're mailing, you're mailing. I get that. And 45% is phenomenal. Where did this vision come in that you go, oh, I can tell stories. I'm so good at this. I'm going to build a business on this. You may have mentioned this, but how did that grow? Yeah, I mean, over the years, that's where we did the by understanding people's brand and telling their brand story through their direct mail. That's how we were able to do it. That's how we were able to do it. And where that's morphed into over the years is helping companies tell their brands across mediums because mediums have changed. I mean, there's very few companies today that are doing direct mail, and actually some of them should be that aren't. But, you know, how do you communicate through social media? How do you communicate when you're at a trade show? How do you, how do you build your own technical conference to be able to, to be seen as the front runner? How do you, uh, how do you, you know, provide promotional products that tell your story for you? How do you do things, you know, in able when you're podcasting, et cetera, that tell a consistent story of who you are across different mediums? So it doesn't matter how people engage with you. They understand your value to them because you're aiming at a specific audience. You're not just sitting there going, okay, they've got a Visa card in a heartbeat. They're a customer of mine. We're sitting there going, wait a second. These are the people that we can help. This is how we can help them. This is why we help them. And this is how we help make their lives better. And this is how we create a story that enables them to be able to listen, understand our value to them, and compels them to engage. And Ben, what's your reason for doing this? What's your purpose in in making this all happen? You know what? My purpose is to make companies better. And right now we focus on helping companies be better internally because our belief is that if a company understands their value internally, if their people understand their value, if they understand their purpose, their culture, their vision, and how every single employee fits in and how every employee matters, they build brand champions that allow them to go out and tell that story externally to vendors, to customers, to whomever, and be able to build more loyal, more you know, you know, uh, less dollar-sensitive clients on the outside. We're talking about telling your story with Ben Baker, and you can find him at your brand marketing.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about telling your story with Ben Baker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, I mentioned this earlier at the beginning of the show, but let me ask you the question again. Are you frustrated with how long it takes to get stuff done in your business? Or perhaps how chaotic or confusing things seem to get? Well, I'm going to tell you about a much better way of getting work done that I'm very excited about. And I want to tell you, it's an amazing tool that will help you overcome the frustrating log jams in your business. 
Sweet Process is a simple but powerful tool that lets you create clear step-by-step instructions for every task in your business, from onboarding new customers, to training employees, to responding to customer requests, and so forth. Everything gets done more easily and more reliably. Plus, you'll have a central place where everyone who works with you, your employees, contractors, and even virtual assistants, can access your procedures anytime from any device. I talk about some of this in my book, The Vision Map. This is so important to have so that everyone can be on board and be in alignment with your company and what you're doing. Now, the best way to understand how Sweet Process streamlines your work is to start using it. The company offers a 14-day free trial, but as a loyal listener of the Tony D'Urso Show, we're doubling that and you can try it for 28 days free of charge and you don't even need to enter a credit card to get started. Just navigate to sweetprocess.com slash Tony to start your free 28-day trial today. And I'll spell that S-W-E-E-T-P-R-O-C-E-S-S dot com slash T-O-N-Y, sweetprocess.com slash Tony. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how you like it. Sweetprocess.com slash Tony. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDierso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Telling Your Story with Ben Baker. And now back to the chat with Ben. You've grown such a big business on just telling people's stories. It's quite something. We hear about this. I've just done an interview with Jack Canfield, and he talks about telling stories and how important it is. And yet we hear this. I've heard this for years, yet I don't really do it enough. And it's just really interesting. It's not, is it a knack? Is it? just a a mindset. We hear it all the time and we see the difference between telling the story or it's like a commercial advertisement. It doesn't really impinge or engage. Well, the difference between telling a story and not telling a story is that stories not only engage, but they create emotional ties. If you can get people to picture the story in their mind, all of a sudden they internalize it. All of a sudden, they recall it and they retell it in their own words. And that's when the magic happens, especially inside a company. Because if every employee understands the brand story, where do we come from? What's the history? What were the challenges? What were the successes along the way? You know, Who are our customers? Why are they important to us? Where are we going as an organization? And why do I matter to make all this work? People internalize that. And that becomes their reason for being. That becomes part of their being within the company, they take more pride in their work. They become more conscious about what they do. They provide better customer experience. They work better with other departments. And decisions are made based on what the values of the company are. So you can empower your people and say, look, you know the brand story. You know who we are. You know what we do. You know who's important to us. You know what? Go make decisions. Go do something. Go go do something. And, you know, as long as you have the brand story in mind, as long as you have the, the best interests of the company in mind will support you on this. I mean, there's, there's, here's, here's a great story. 
And it comes from Zappos. And Zappos are, you know, they're the king of customer service. They are absolutely the king of customer service. You know, may Tony rest in peace. But this is a story a number of years ago where a guy calls up and it's somebody in customer service and goes, you need to help me. And the guy goes, well, how can I help you, sir? He says, my wife had a heart attack two days ago and 15 pairs of shoes just showed up on our doorstep. The guy says, no problem. Let me take your account. I'm refunding the money right now. I'm emailing you a ticket for the for UBS to come and pick it up and we'll take care of it all. We're sorry. No problem. You know, no muss, no fuss. We'll just take the shoes back. Don't worry about it. But it didn't stop there. That person went ahead, found out who the local florist was in the neighborhood, and had flowers sent to this person's house from Zappos with their condolences. He didn't ask permission. Didn't check with the manager, didn't have to check with the budget. He just went and did it. And, you know, that story has been told hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of times about how people are empowered, how people understanding what we do as a company. This is our purpose. This is our culture. This is what we believe in. We'll go ahead and do things that are our best interest of not only for the company, but also for the customer and be able to build those loyal customer experiences that help build the brand. That is absolutely amazing. That customer service story just goes beyond anything I've ever heard or could imagine. I just wish that we had more businesses open and in tune to this. Not that they're trying to tell a story, but it's the telling of what they've done that really gives them that great You'd rather buy from them, in other words, than from someone else, because you know that they're real people and that they and that they care. There's people out here. We have issues with other businesses that just go on or or end abruptly or end not well, and and it doesn't do good for further business or good public relations. So, what can a business do in terms of do they just put more human element on their websites in terms of? who the owner is and the owner's story. How do we tell a story? How do we get this to our entrepreneurs and our businessmen out there? Yeah. First of all, the first word has to be authenticity. Your stories have to be yours. There is no fake it till you make it. There is no putting stuff out there that's errors and arrogance and all that kind of stuff. If you're going to put that kind of story up on the website, if you're going to tell your story, make it your story. Tell the story in a compelling way that makes people want to care. It's about painting pictures in people's minds. And what you need to do is sit there and say, okay, why did I start this company to begin with? If you're the small business entrepreneur, you have a company, 25, 10, 5, 100, 200 employees. The first question you need to ask yourself is, why did I start this company to begin with? What was the reason? What problem did I originally see that gave me the impetus to start this company? What were the problems that I had and how did I overcome them and how did I fix it? And where did that take me to today? And it's sitting there going, now that I've talked about both my challenges and my opportunities and, and the successes and the failures, and you know, what are the things that are important to me? What are the things that are important to me? Who are the, what is the hill I'm willing to die on? And what are the things I want to fight against? 
And you can embellish this or you can bring it as succinct as you want to be. It depends on who you are as a company and who you are as a person. Your story needs to be something that you're proud of to tell to your employees on a regular basis. And it needs to be part of your onboarding. It needs to be part of your training. It needs to be part of your culture. It needs to be part of your meetings. It needs to be part of your annual retreats. And that story enables you to grow. And guess what? As your company changes, your company grows, so will the story. The story is not a static story. As you grow as a company, your story will grow with you. We call it having a brand that that changes and challenges with you. And when you have that, you have the ability to sit there and say, you know what? I can take this to the next level because of the latest, greatest things that I've done and the challenges that I've learned from. So stories need to be about the people that are inside the company. They need to be authentic. They need to resonate. They need to, you know, they need to paint a picture of what are the things that are important to you as a business owner. And that's what really makes a a story embraceable. That's what makes people internalize it. And that's what makes people want to share it with others. Ben, we have a lot of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners in the audience. Some people may have an employee or two. Some people may have a number of virtual assistants. How would, how would they apply something like this? The world's changed today. It's not like people are come to the same location and work the same time. They're abroad. They're all over the world. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the solopreneur, guess what? I'm a solopreneur. I've got virtual staff that in a variety of different countries. And every single one of those staff who work with me understand my story. They understand the things that are important to me. When I'm bringing on a new virtual team, I have people that do my social media for me. I have people who, who do my podcast for me. I have a graphics team. I have all sorts of different people. And the first thing that I teach them is my story. The first thing I do is I teach them, and guess what? I tell my story to my clients. And I tell my story to my other vendors. And because of that, and sometimes it's a two-minute version of the story, and sometimes it's a 20-minute version of my story. You know, depending on what people, what questions people ask, what are important to people, how much do they really need to know in order to be able to move forward? And it's all about know, like, and trust. So it's being able to have that story on your social media, having a small video that tell, you know, that might tell your story on your website. You know, being able to to have different pieces of information that get people curious about who you are and what you do and why you do it and let them ask you, you know, what are the things that are important to you? Why, why did you start your company? It's a matter of building curiosity. And if we can, as business owners, enable other people to be curious about us because we're curious about them, the more we're curious about other people, the more they're going to be curious about us. I want to get that in my brain a little bit on getting them to be curious because you tell the story like you've told your great story about traveling and you have a new wife and you've got to make a decision. Do you have a family or do you not have a family? How did you weave that? Because I'll have to go back and listen to it again. But how did you weave that? That made me curious to find out more about you, what you can do, how you can help me. There's a finesse. It's not just, hey, I'm going to tell you a story. Let me tell you. You know, way back in Chicago when I was five years old, I delivered newspapers and uh, it didn't matter. Right now, it's like four degrees Fahrenheit in Chicago, or at least it was last night. It was like, 
I know what that's like. And then with the wind chill factor off Lake Michigan, that's probably in the, the minus 80, 90, minus 100 degrees. How do you weave something like that to now get people to engage? There's something that I think we want to see in terms of how to connect the dots on it. I think it takes time to build. The first time you tell your story will never be as good as the thousandth time you tell your story. You know, and it's like a muscle. The more you tell your story, the better it becomes. And you're right. It's using the terms like, you know, getting people to picture that I was in the air 200 days a year. If you were, you were in my seat and I, and I needed it, you were out and I was in calling down to a hotel room, you know, from my hotel room to figure out what city I was in. All of these things paint a picture of how much stress and how much, how much I needed to change and how I was looking for something new to do. And what it did is it realized these are challenges that I was facing. And all of a sudden, wait a second, I overcame these challenges and I, and I was able to create something new. And being able to paint a picture, even, you know, sitting there going in Chicago with the wind chill factor is 32 below zero. Okay. Anybody who's been by, you know, the lake, you know, in Chicago in the middle of winter knows how bone crushing that can be. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about telling your story with Ben Baker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, when running a business, HR issues can really hurt you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year or more for the larger companies. Now, Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Now, you didn't start your business because you wanted to spend your time on HR compliance. Guys, I just want to say something about this one more time. This person is a dedicated person that knows you and your business and is in the United States. You get someone who is trained and certified in HR to help you. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com Tony right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Tony. And again, I'll spell that B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash T-O-N-Y. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how you like it. Bambi.com slash Tony. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDierso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guest. 
All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Telling Your Story with Ben Baker. And now back to the chat with Ben. And using the words like bone crushing, using the thing that the, 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 the cold went through my soul. And it's using analogies and using idioms in ways that paint a picture for people about what you're trying to get them to do. Because the more you can paint a picture in people's minds about what it was like, the more they can sit there and say, oh, wait a second, I can, I can relate to that. I may have never been to Chicago. I may have never been, you know, north of the Rio Grande, but I can say that this must have been cold because he's talking about the, you know, the wind went right through his soul. Okay. I've never experienced that, but I can feel what that must have been like. And the more we can use those type of analogies and allow people to be able to paint a picture and say, okay, it must be something like this. All of a sudden, they internalize it. All of a sudden, it becomes something that they can connect to something that they have. It gives them an emotional resonance with. And that's what makes a story powerful. And the first time you tell it, maybe the 50th time you tell it, is not going to have that same embellishment. It's not going to have that same ability to connect with people. For me, before I tell my story, I want to find out a little bit about people. Where are you from? The more I know about them, the more I can relate my story and use analogy and use words and use ideas that are going to resonate with them. Perfect example, when I'm on stage, I have probably given the same keynote 50 times, you know, pre-COVID, to audiences around the world. However, I will guarantee you, no two talks are exactly the same. Because I talk to my audience in the day or the day and a half before the show, and I sit there and I talk you know, I sit around the conference and I talk to people and I find out where are they from and what do they do and what are the things where they you know what are the things that are important to them. And all of a sudden, instead of using this analogy, I'll use that analogy because it's going to resonate better with that audience. So it's a matter of understanding not only your story, but how can you make it relevant to the audience you're telling it to. Ben, you're so good at this. I'm just eating this up, and I hope that our audience out there is really enjoying this as well. It's it's really something. F- I've been in corporate America for 32 years or so. I've been an entrepreneur for not over a dozen years easily. And this is, this is still something that I personally, I have not mastered, but I realized from speaking with you that there's so much more room to grow. Do you teach this? I mean, I've been through a little bit on your website, but do you teach this? Do you have a class? Because I see where this is going because I've interviewed so many successful people and telling a story is part of their rise to success. So this is something we don't want to gloss over. That's why I'm so glad to have you on. So you can kind of open us up that, gosh, there's so much more above our head on this than we probably ever thought. Absolutely. Yeah. We work with companies all the time to sit there and say, what is your brand? What is your story? How do we build it together? How do we give you the tools to succeed? We do this in a number of different ways. You know, the first thing I give everybody is my book that I wrote two years ago, my first book, called Powerful Personal Brands, A Hands-On Guide to Understanding Yours. Because whether you're a company or whether you're an individual, understanding what your story is enables you to tell it to other people. And until you can actually go through, and this is a workbook format where I tell stories from my life, I give the lessons learned, 
And at the end of every chapter, I ask a question and leave two pages worth of blank lines for people to actually write their, their own notes. So every single person's book is different. And that enables people to understand what their story is on a personal level, which is important for leaders. Because when you're a leader, you need to know who you are first before you can lead other people. But as organizations, it really comes down to being able to sit there and say, okay, what is the things that differentiate you? What is your, you know, your right knee story? You know, a buddy of mine, Kurt Anderson, tells the story of a, of a guy who, you know, he calls him his right knee guy because he says, I want to be so specific that I'm the guy that you call in when you need your right knee fixed. I may not, I, I have no idea about your hip. I have no idea about your foot. I have no idea about your left knee. But if your right knee needs to be fixed, I'm the guy that you need to call to fix it. He calls it the right knee story. And, you know, if we can paint that picture in the minds of our clients, of our vendors, our employees, and everybody can buy into it, the world gets so much easier and, and business gets so much easier. And yes, we, that's what we do. We go into companies and first of all, understand where they are, where they want to go, and then help them get there. Let's add another facet to this marketing Marketing is so key to everything. What's important to know about, especially in these current times we're in, and how does this all tie in together? Well, we need to understand, first of all, what marketing is, because we have branding, we have marketing, and we have advertising. And I've written articles on this. You know, your, your brand is the three-legged stool that you stand on. You kick out one leg and the whole thing falls over. That's, that's who you are as a company. It's not your logo. It's not your color scheme. It's not a jingle. It's, it's that. Your marketing is your long tail. It's, it's getting that people to know, like, and trust you. It's, it's enabling people not to buy today, but to give people, you know, resonance to buy from you when they're ready. It's that not tap on the shoulder on a regular basis that sits there and says, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. This is how I help you. This is how I make your life better. This is how we're going to be able to take care of you. This is why you should trust me. This is why we're going to be there when you need us. Don't forget about us. When you need us, here's how to get in touch with us. That's marketing. Advertising, on the other hand, is we've got this. It's for you right now. You need this today. Either it's limited time off or whatever it is. Buy, 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 buy. And there's a big difference between how we do both. And companies need both. They, you know, they need to sell what they have in stock, but they also need to sit there and say, who are the people that are going to buy from us six months, a year, two years, five years down the road and be able to do that? I mean, Apple did a phenomenal job 20 years ago when they started selling Apple computers inexpensively into the school systems. And what they did is they said, they're, okay, we're going to put the schools, we're going to put Apple computers into all the school systems at a cost plus basis. Well, first of all, they kept buying the computers. Second of all, when, when all those kids started graduating and all those kids started going into business and all those kids all of a sudden started making this decisions about what computers need to be bought, well, why aren't you guys using Apple? We're all used to using Apple. We're used to using it. That's long tail marketing. And it's, a, it's enabling people to realize that you're there when you need them and that you've always been there for them and you always will be. And that's, that's the beauty of marketing. 
That's beautiful. Ben, let's take a deep dive into Brandy now and kind of tie this in a little bit more. Sure. Now, branding, on the other hand, is who you are as a company. As I said, it's that three-legged stool that if you kick out one of the legs, it goes down. You know, as Jeff Bezos says, your brand is who you are. Sorry, see if I can remember the exact phrase uh, when you're not in the room. It's how people talk about you when you're not in the room. Your brand is how people talk about you when you're not in the room is the exact phrase. And that's powerful. It's when you're not there to defend yourself. How do people talk about you? It's like, you know, I, I tell people when I'm teaching them about personal branding, when I teach at universities and, and help people on that level, I say, on your deathbed and on your tombstone, when people are hanging around your grave, how do you want people to talk about you? That's what you're aiming for. That's what the life you're building. Now go live that life. And that's what your brand is. Your brand is being able to live that life as a company and say, these are the things that we stand for. These are the things that are important to us. These are the things that aren't important to us. These are the things that we're willing to fight tooth and nail for. And these are the things we've got. You know, Nike is not a clothing company. They're a company that believes that mankind can be better, that people can be better, that it's the chase of excellence. That's what Nike is about. Apple is an innovation company. So we start taking a look at companies. What is your brand truly about? It doesn't matter the product that you sell. It's not that you sell hammers or nails or screwdrivers or whatever. It's why do you do it? Who are the people that you want to serve and how do you want to treat them and how do you want them to treat you? That's what your brand is about. And how do you differentiate yourself so when you go up against the six other people that sell similar things in the marketplace, people can sit there and say, ah, your brand marketing, I go to them because of this. And that's why I go to Ben, that's why I go to Tony, that's why I go to somebody else, because I know they may be a little bit more expensive, but you know what? They're worth every single penny I pay because they take care of me. That's why you have branding. I think that's a really key factor you just mentioned right there, because they take care of me. I think that's why we go to one business versus another, As and you just mentioned that about Bezos and their customer service. It's why we go to certain places, because they take care of us, and that really stands out. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about telling your story with Ben Baker. But first... It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, do you remember the first time you've gone into one of those giant wine stores and you're just standing there just looking around with no clue where to go, what to search for, what would pair well with whatever, and just lost I know that feeling, and I'm going to help you with something really important because I wanted to let you know about a few things. One is category awareness. You know, there's a wide misconception that you cannot purchase wine and spirits online and have them delivered to your door. Well, I want to let you know that you can learn and explore and purchase all from the comfort of your home, regardless of what the world status is. And this is the cool part. You can get unlimited free shipping with a membership. I got a membership for only $49 a year. 
I get unlimited free shipping to any address. I'm talking about the world's largest wine store. You won't find a bigger or broader selection of wine anywhere. And you can get the world of wine delivered right to your door. Wine.com handles your wine with great care before you even place your order by doing their own warehousing and fulfillment. I like that. Now, an adult signature is required, so delivery options are up to you on your schedule. And you can even choose to pick it up at a local site, such as FedEx. They'll tell you what's available when you order. Or you can deliver it to your home. Either way, shipping is on your schedule. And again, as I just mentioned, the cool part is free shipping year-round with stewardship membership for only $49. No minimum purchase. Order one bottle or a hundred or a thousand. Why not? Have a big party. And shipping is free every time. And you can use your membership to send gifts throughout the year to family and friends. And again, every time shipping is free. And Wine.com has introduced stewardship to eliminate the high costs associated with shipping, given wine is naturally heavy and can be expensive to ship. And they have a five-star wine app on iOS and Android. Just scan, rate, and buy on the go. You can scan a wine or liquor label to view pricing, professional ratings, and tasting notes no matter where you are. And you can send your favorites to my wine. Sound good? Let's do this. Go to wine.com slash Tony, D-U-R-S-O, and get $50 off your first order. Terms apply. That's wine.com slash Tony, D-U-R-S-O. I'll spell the whole thing. W-I-N-E dot com slash T-O-N-Y, D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how you like it. Wine.com slash Tony D'Urso. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Telling Your Story with Ben Baker. And now back to the chat with Ben. Ben, what are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? You've been doing quite a bit of growth spurt here. Where where are you headed? You know what? My goal is to work with even larger companies to help them, you know, stop being commodities and start being brands worth loving. The big thing that we do right now is we do something called podcast host for hire. And what it is, it's a custom branded podcast for mid to large size B2B companies that don't have the talent in-house to be able to do it themselves. We take this from soup to nuts, all the way from strategy and creative, all the way through distribution. I can either train your person that you want to have on mic, or I can be the person that that white label mic on the mic for you. And what we're doing with that is enabling larger companies to be able to tell their story effectively, both internally and externally, and be able to build that know, like, and trust and be able to gain insights from from the people that they want to you know that they want to support. You know, for instance, we have a customer where we're interview their clients, and we let their clients talk about anything that they want and talk about what they want, talk about what they want. And the last two questions are: Is you know what you've been working with Company X for years? What are the great things that they do for you right now? And what are the things that you wish they did, but you're getting done somewhere else? And then you let them talk. 
And it's amazing the insights that you gain. And it's amazing the things that all of a sudden, not only I gained, but the company who's hired me has gained. To be able to go back and have those conversations and have their salespeople have different conversations with their clients on a more meaningful, on a deeper level, and also be able to take business that should have been theirs, but they didn't even realize that that business was up for grabs. That is such a great service, by the way. Very, very needed for for the for companies. I really love what you do on the podcast hosting. Ben, we're always on the lookout for what personal habits contribute to the vision and the success of the company of, of our guests. What are your personal habits that you think are very, very key to, to your success? I think the first thing is I care about my clients. Their success is my success. It's not about money. It's not about fame. It's not about having my name on a letterhead. It's about how can we build a team with my clients in order to be able to help them achieve their specific goals. That's the big thing that I do is to sit there and say, I don't walk in with a you know, preset box of ideas. I don't sit there and try to cookie cutter them into to some type of program. It's how do we develop a program that makes things right for them? How do we sit there and understand first what their goals are, what their needs are, their desires, their fears, their wants, and be able to sit there and say, here's where they are, this is where they want to go, and work with them hand in glove to help them get there. And are there any great resources that you'd like to share with the entrepreneurs and businessmen in our audience? I mean, there's lots of different resources. I mean, uh, you know, if you're looking for a, a wealth of information, if you go to my website, there's a ton of free videos, there's ebooks, et cetera, at yourbrandmarketing.com that you can go. You know, there's, there's free chapters of my two actual books, uh, Powerful Personal Brands and uh, Leading Beyond a Crisis. There's you know, three different uh, ebooks below that. And I think I've, I've recorded four or five different video series, both by myself and with other authors, to be able to help people lead better and lead more effectively. So, I mean, I can give you a wide range of other people's material as well, but there is a great repository of, of free information that people can just go and grab from my website and be able to you know, share and use. And you know, what I find is people listen to all this stuff and then they, then they call me. And we're better to have a better conversation because they've actually sat there and taken the time to read or, or watch the videos that I've given them for free. I love the resources that you have on your site, and I hope everyone in our audience takes advantage of it to learn how to better tell your story, how to better market, how to better brand, and how to tie it all together. Because we need it, because times are challenging, and actually, we don't know which way it's going to go. Some people say there's a reset, some people say this, but we don't know. We don't know if it's going to get worse or get better. We just don't know. So we have to know better how to brand, how to market, and how to weather any storm that may come. Yeah, we all need, as leaders, we need to be resilient. We need to be creative. We need to be adaptable. And more than anything, we need to be able to communicate. We need to be able to communicate with everybody because our people are desperately needing to figure out which way we're going and why. And if we can tell them not only what we're doing, but why we're doing it and why they should care and why they matter, they'll walk on coals. If they believe it, they'll walk on coals. If they don't believe it, it doesn't matter what you market. It doesn't matter that all the promises in the world that you put out in the world, as soon as those people engage with your employees, 
if your employees are not drinking the Kool-Aid, nobody else will. Regardless of where society goes, regardless if it gets better or if it gets worse, knowing how to tell your story effectively, knowing how to market better, brand better, it's, it's never ending. It's not like, oh, I know everything about it. I'm, I'm good. Times change, things change, algorithms change, social media changes. All of a sudden now Telegram is the top app. Facebook has kind of gone down. Twitter, we don't even know about. Sometimes things change. They fluctuate. And there's a lot of talk sometimes about something that doesn't change. It's just a talk. So we need to continuously improve how we tell our story and in, and in what ways we tell our story. And I really like that you say it's something that we have to learn. And over time, we'll get better and better at telling our story. And I like that part because that means we engage more and more and we get better at engaging our prospects, our audience, and keeping our customers. Absolutely. And the world is changing. You're right. We are live in a world of flux. And guess what? We will always live in a world of flux. Right now, it's a world crisis. Sometimes it may just be your company. Maybe it's just the region that you were in. Maybe it's a flood. Maybe it's a fire. We don't know what is ahead of us. All I do know is the more you can communicate, the more you can consistently tell your story on an ongoing basis, whether it's a good economy, a bad economy, whatever, the more people are going to resonate with that and the more people are going to come and support you during those challenging times. And I think that that's what's really important. There's too many companies that sit there going, oh, it's a bad economy. We got to cut our marketing. We got to cut our marketing because it's a bad economy. We can't afford it. That's when you need to be able to double down. And you may look at things differently. You may sit there and say, look, we need to tell a story, but we need to look at it more cost effectively. But you still need to tell the story and you still need to be able to have people understand why they should care about you. And they'll care about you when they know you care about them. We have just a few moments left, and I realize there's one more facet to all of this that we haven't done a deep dive into, and that is leadership development. Whether you're a solopreneur, small business owner, whether you have a team of VAs or what have you, and then let's do a deep dive into that. You know, leadership development is so important. I mean, first thing that we need to understand is we manage process and we lead people. We need to get rid of the term managers when we mean the frontline leaders. Everybody in your companies can lead. I I tell people leadership is a mindset and not a job title. It's not about your quarter office. It's not about your pay bump. It's not about your stock options. Leadership is about how do you take care of the people that are in your charge? How do you help them succeed? How do you wake up every morning and sit there and say, what does my team need to be better today? Because the great story comes from Simon Sinek in his book, Start With Why, and and from the TED Talk from the same thing, where he puts the differentiation between a manager and a leader. Now, a manager sees that somebody's been late five days in a row. What he says to that person is, hey, you've been late for five days in a row. If you're late tomorrow, you're fired. A leader goes up to that same person and says, you know what? I realize you've been late for five days in a row. Is everything okay? That's a leader. Leaders need to be empathetic. They need to be, they need to, you know, communicate effectively. They need to empower. They need to, you know, coach. They need to inspire. They need to help people become the best versions of themselves. And it doesn't mean that they need to be you, 
they need to be the best versions of themselves. The problems with companies today is people, we've taken people that are great tacticians and we've tried to make them leaders and we don't give them any training. We don't give them any support. We don't give them the skills they need to be at that next level. They were really good at doing something. It doesn't mean that they're any good at teaching other people how to do that exact, exact same thing. It doesn't mean that they're good at inspiring a team to be better, to reach goals, to feel, you know, listened to, understood, valued. That's what a leader needs to do. And it doesn't matter if you're one person with three employees or a team of 100,000. Every single leader in every single company needs to realize if they're not taking care of their people, if their first thought in the morning is, how do I build more leaders within my organization? They're not doing their job. If all you want to do is sit in your corner office and you know, type on your computer all day and sit there and look important, you're not a leader. I don't care what your title is. And it could be owner. Fascinating. Thank you so much for this deep dive on that. Learned so much here about branding, marketing, leadership. It adds more layers on top of everything. Once again, we talked about telling your story with Ben Baker, and you can find him at yourbrandmarketing.com. Thanks for sharing everything with us today, Ben. We've gotten some deep dives into this, and I really like this telling your story. I think it's something that's missing a lot, and I believe we could help a lot more businesses by just that factor. So I encourage everyone, check out his resources. There's a plethora of them and really good stuff, and it's all free, and there's no charge at yourbrandmarketing.com. And Ben, thank you once again. Tony, thanks for having me on the show. I hope I added a little bit of value to your audience. Hey, fellow entrepreneurs, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I'm certain this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview, Telling Your Story with Ben Baker. Ben lived the kind of life that probably many of us dream about, jet-setting all over the world and being in so many places that you have to call the reception in the morning and ask them, what city am I in? While that seems like a great amount of fun for a single person, it was a divorce waiting to happen when he got married. So Ben arranged to get bought out of his job. And while on a brief vacation, he took a number of tests to find out what he should do with his life. And he discovered that telling stories was his strength. Over the years, he became quite good at helping companies discover what their true value is. Not just a commodity, but being a brand worth loving. That sets companies apart and makes them leaders instead of followers. Knowing your brand story is a key part of it, as Ben lays it out very clearly. Do people inside your office know your brand story? Do your clients know your vendors? By knowing the customer's brand story and telling that through various mediums makes all the difference. How do you communicate your brand in trade shows, in social media, in your networking efforts? When podcasting and so forth, how do you get people to understand your value in relation to them? If a company and their people understand their value internally, their purpose, their culture, their vision, and how everyone fits in and how everyone matters, they build brand champions. Listen again and take notes as Ben does a deep dive on how to build an effective brand for your company And I'm only just touching the surface from the first few minutes. And remember, please share with someone you believe would be helped by this episode. 
and tell me what you got. I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Did this interview give you any ideas for your business? Did it stimulate you to take some action? Please tell us and grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The ebook is at tonydurso.com slash books. I created a sustainable business in a few short years. I wrote it up as the vision guide, as my map. I'm giving that to you so that you can do it too. Let's help you move on your journey to success. And would you consider supporting the show with a nice review? Just go to tonydurso.com slash review. Thanks, guys. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 